It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Chance Nolan is a TCU Horned Frog. The Oregon State QB is coming over to TCU. We'll talk about all that and more and next here on Locked On Horned Frogs. You are Locked On Horned Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horned Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Horn Frogs. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. Stephen Simcox, excuse me. I apologize if you're seeing like some just solid black uh, background in the corners of my camera here. I don't really know what happened, uh, but I wanted to get a video out and I wanted to get a podcast out to everybody. So I'm just going to work through it. And uh, yeah, I'll try to address it here in the next few days. But um, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Locked On Horn Frogs. You can also subscribe. Wherever you get your podcast in its audio form. And uh, yesterday, if you saw the video or heard the podcast, then you heard me talk about Chance Nolan. And Chance, um, I kind of ran down his stats, but short version is had a really good season for Oregon State in 2021. Threw for over 4,000 yards, um, ran for over 200 yards, dual threat QB, made a bunch of starts, was their starting QB through the season, uh, and ended up starting the season in 2022 as QB1. Ends up having a neck injury. And he's still working his way back from that. Um, And so now he is in the transfer portal uh, because Oregon State sort of moved on to another quarterback. Um, And so TCU picked him up. And my first thought initially was, wow, what a great pickup for depth, right? Like we've talked about the concerns that TCU has had with only two scholarship QBs. Chandler Morris appears to be the guy. He's the main guy. Josh Hoover behind him. But then you got nobody else on scholarship, um, and so that's problematic. And so you bring in Chance Nolan. He's an experienced player. Pretty rare that you get somebody with that type of experience at the Power 5 level in the portal. Um, but we did get an interesting comment uh, from Beth Hawkins, who, according to this YouTube comment, happens to be Chance's godmother, which is awesome. Glad that you're listening, Beth. Thank you for tuning in. And she said Chance had committed to TCU. She actually said that like shortly before the news came down. Um, But she went on to say he's a graduate transfer. He's ready to go. He's got a degree from Oregon State. And he's experienced enough to win the starting job. He is totally over his injury and has one year of eligibility. Um, So that's exciting. So this is an immediate grab. Like he's here for one year. Um, And so she would know better than me the conversations the staff have had with Chance and why he'd be a good fit at TCU and what his prospects are. As an outsider looking in, I would say, you know, Chandler won the job in 2022. Max ends up taking over. He's gone through spring camp with a new offense. Looks good. Um, I'm not saying there's no, there's no chance, no pun intended, that Nolan wins the job. Um, but I would think he would really have to just blow the staff away in practice, which maybe he does. I mean, maybe he comes in and he's just head and shoulders better than the other QBs. But I think for a guy like Chandler, who has been not in this system because Kendall Bryles is coming over and is running a new offense, has been with Sonny Dykes now for two years, has been in the TCU program for multiple years, 
had sh- has shown enough in practice the last couple seasons to be named the starting quarterback and really lost the job, no fault of his own, just because of injury. Um, I would be really surprised if this is a 100% 50-50 type of QB competition, meaning both guys are coming in, they're going to get equal reps with the first team, and we'll see where it goes. I could be totally wrong about that. That's just my perception from the outside. Obviously, Beth has more insight on this, and I appreciate her listening and talking about it, and i love to hear more from her. Um, but that was just my perspective yesterday. And I think it's really Chandler's job to lose. But if Chance Nolan comes in and does an outstanding job, then we're possibly having a different conversation in fall camp. Regardless of how it plays out, I think the biggest thing is you have another QB on this roster in the quarterback room um, that you can trust and that could do a really great job if he's called upon because of the experience that he has in the Pac-12. And so that's, I mean, that's a huge deal. Um, We also had a few more comments. One listener said, I'm happy we got chance, but I also hope we keep trying to get the guy from Notre Dame. So, yeah, Notre Dame um, had a quarterback enter the portal yesterday, and I have seen him linked TCU, um, Tyler Buchner. He entered the portal. I, I don't really know where that's coming from. Like I haven't, I haven't seen TCU people say this. I've just seen some national folks say, "Man, look out for TCU in this race." Um, I, I don't really get the impression that they're still looking for a QB. He's entering the season as a junior, has three years of eligibility left. Uh, yeah, Pete Thamel said TCU and Stanford would be logical landing spots for him. Uh, in the Gator Bowl last season, he went 18 of 33 for 273 yards and three touchdowns. And so, again, you're talking about a guy that is really experienced, has played a lot of snaps um, in big time college football. Last year, 651 yards, three touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, I mean, I'm not against pursuing someone else in the portal, but my first thought on it would be I, I talked about this earlier. You're, you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. Um, adding QBs because for the most part, QBs are coming into a situation because they want immediate playing time, or they at least want the opportunity to have immediate playing time. Um, and so Tyler showed some flashes in Notre Dame. I think he'd be looking for a place where he could compete for the starting job immediately. TCU doesn't really fit that bill for me. Uh, but I mean, if he's open to, Hey, down the road, you know, you can have an opportunity, then that's fine. You always have to be thinking, you know, in the future. But I think between adding Chase or Chance, excuse me, adding Haas uh, Haney for the 2024 class, I would just be surprised if they end up pursuing him. But, you know, stranger things have happened and I don't, you know, I don't know what their plans are. So I can't completely rule it out. I would just, uh, I wouldn't bet on them pursuing Tyler. In the portal. When we come back, uh, we'll get to a few more of your comments and also we'll discuss um, some TC basketball notes. That's coming up next. This is Lockdown Horn Frogs. Before we do that, though, I do want to talk about FanDuel. FanDuel is the best, you know, betting app around. If you want to make some money, you should download the FanDuel app. You can also go to fanduel.com slash locked on big NBA games tonight. Kings Warriors at the late start. I think that's 10 p.m. Central. 
those West Coast NBA games, man. Uh, Lakers, Grizzlies as well. You know, if you want to get on some prop bets, bet the money line. Bet online is a place to go. You can also go to betonline.com. Or excuse me, fan, not bet online, fanduel.com slash locked on. Ooh, that was a slip of the tongue. Um, FanDuel is what we're talking about. FanDuel, they have the great app. They have, you know, the place to go. FanDuel, it's where the game starts. Proud sponsor of the Lockdown Network. All right, so just a couple things um, from the last few days. TCU basketball, still pursuing players in the portal. Uh, if you missed it, they added Avery Anderson over the weekend. So Anderson comes to TCU. We averaged like 10 points a game at Oklahoma State last year. Um, wasn't a great shooter. Last season, only shot 18% from three, but. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Does, uh, has shown in the past that he can shoot the three ball well. Shot 32% um, in 2021 and in 2020, experienced player. Uh, and so you pair him with Jameer Nelson Jr., Hassan um, Matafasa, the big man from Coastal Carolina. <clears throat> and then, um, Trey Tennyson, the shooter from Texas and Corpus Christi, and TCU waiting on decisions from Damian Ball and Emmanuel Miller um, as far as are they going to you know stay with their pro eligibility or will they come back to TCU for one more season? You know, with Damian, I just feel like at this point with them adding so many guards, uh, another huge part of this is what does your pro prospect look like? I mean, are you going to get drafted? What's your draft grade? Is there a chance to go play internationally? You can actually make pretty good money playing international ball. I mean, it's not like a gold mine, but you can make a good living doing it if you're willing to travel. And uh, in a lot of cases, they'll pay for – it's kind of like college. Like, they'll pay for boarding. They'll pay for meals. So there's not a ton of expenses while you're while you're over there training and playing games. Um, and then Emmanuel Miller – the other thing with this, too, is people are always like, well – you got to come back if you're if your draft grade or if your um, if your overseas prospects aren't good, then you have to come back. But I will say this too: one, you know, you can only go to college for so long. Um, of course, you have cases like Van Wilder or something like that. But if you're not interested in getting an advanced degree uh, and you've been in college for a while already, at a certain point, some of these guys are just like, I got to take a chance and see what's going to happen. The other thing is the NBA especially is a young man's game. And what I mean by that is these NBA scouts, um, the older you get, the less potential I think you have. So a lot of the, a lot of the reason why you see these unproven like 19-year-old freshmen go first or go in the lottery and you're like, man, I watched this player in college. They didn't seem to dominate. I don't get this. But they're projecting like, okay, this person has all the athleticism. They have some of the tools in their tool bag. We get them when they're 19. We can start working on their game now, honing it in. And maybe they're not immediately a superstar, but in a couple of years they could be. And, and now we get a few extra years of, of development with them. And so it's it's the reason why you don't see nearly as many like seniors and fifth-year seniors get drafted anymore. And so at a certain point it's like, okay, 
I need to roll the dice because I've shown everything I can show. Like Damian Ball and Emmanuel Miller, not that they can't improve, but both those guys have shown a lot at the college level. Like there's, you know, unless Damian can come back and just become a dead-eye three-point shooter and suddenly cut down on the turnovers, which is possible, or if Emmanuel Miller adds an outside shot or adds some things to his game, uh, then that could help their stock. But the flip side of it is they're going to be another year older coming out if they come back for another year. So it's it's like that that tightrope you have to walk of, okay, at what point do I say um, I just have to take a chance with what I have and hope for the best instead of waiting and waiting and waiting to see if something's going to come up. And so both those guys have a decision to make. That's going to make a huge difference. I like what they I like what TCU's done in the portal. I did express on Monday. I still think this is a team that's going to struggle to score at times. That doesn't have enough outside shooting. But I think part of that is just the way Jamie Dixon wants to play. I mean, he really likes these guys with high upside from an athletic standpoint. You know, plus plus athleticism, ability to get up and down the floor, um, play good defense, and then just hoping that the offense can kind of come naturally from some of that. And we saw early in the season, especially CSU had so much success running the fast break, getting up and down the floor. But as the year went on, that kind of tightened up and it it really does become, can you score in the half court? Do you have dudes that can get buckets when they need to? And that's the tricky thing for the frogs moving forward. Uh, Jacob Langford chimed in on yesterday's video as well and just gave a shout to men's tennis. Been a heck of a year. Love to see them bringing it home. The title of spring excited to see what QB we land. And for that QB battle. So as far as the men's tennis thing goes, yeah, TCU men's tennis, they're number two in the country. Just won a Big 12 tournament title. Texas is number one in the country. And so I think there's a good chance the Frogs will be the number two seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, big opportunity for them to at least make the Final Four and hopefully more. David Rodidi and his, his staff have done a great job. This team, I, I'm going to be following them closely in the NCAA tournament. It really does feel like if there's a chance for them to make a run, it would be this year. And they got to lead eight last season. You know, they won the indoor national championship this year. Um, their only two losses were the number one team in the country. They've taken care of business against everyone else. So it's hard to do it. You know, you got to win six matches, right, to win a national championship. It's like basketball. You just got to keep winning. But they really feel like a group that has the depth and the talent to get it done. Okay. Uh, before we go, I do want to talk about TCU baseball with a nice win last night. Um, before that, though, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar, great protein bar. They have a new peanut butter flavor that's launching soon. If you want to get on that, you can pre-order it now at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com slash LockedOn. They get 20% off your order. You can find Built Bar at your Sam's Club, local Sam's Club. They're now at Walmart as well. So if you're not into online shopping, um, then you can do it in the store uh, the old-fashioned way if you'd like. Built Bar, fill you up, good snack, good option for you. Also, don't make you feel terrible about eating it because it's uh, it's good for you. BuiltBar.com slash LockedOn. You get 20% off your next order. Built Bar, a longtime sponsor of the LockedOn family and the LockedOn network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. So before we go, I uh, I went on a long rant about CCU baseball on Monday, and I feel the need, since they, they did a really positive thing last night, to mention that. Frogs went 8-5 to five over DBU on Tuesday. DBU, great program. They were 31-9 and nine coming into the game, now 31-10 and 10 after taking a loss to the Horn Frogs. Uh, Carson Bowen, big grand slam. Frogs were down 5-3 in the eighth. Got the bases low with nobody out. Carson Bowen hits a grand slam to give TCU a 7-5 lead. They end up scoring one more run in the eighth, and then they win 8-5. Ryan Vanderhigh closed that game out. That was kind of interesting. I like him in the pen. He had a, a rough outing against West Virginia Saturday, but I think that's his future. It's coming out of the bullpen, especially late in the game with his high velocity and his mixture of pitches. It seems like something that, you know, for a couple Indians could really be effective. Chase Hoover got the Tuesday night start instead of Braden Sloan, and um, he was pretty effective. And so TCU had a players-only meeting, apparently, on Monday, according to Charles Bagley, who covers TCU Athletics for 360, TCU 360. Um, you know, those things happen when things go south, but it did feel like the team had more energy, and last night was the first time they've come back from trailing after seven innings. And I was thinking about that last night as that game was sort of wrapping up. I was like, man, it really does feel like when this team gets down, um, it's tough for them to get back up. And, man, they were able to do it. Like, they were able to, to find a way to rally in the eighth inning, and Bowen goes the other way with a pitch on the outside, you know, hits it over the fence just inside the foul pole. Home run. Frogs win. Nice effort by TCU against DBU. Hopefully they can continue that against Texas in a huge home series this weekend. That's it for Locked on Horn Frogs. We'll be back tomorrow. It's your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.